I'm going to just hit record and go. I hit record. i got to find the intro music. There it is. And it's loud. God damn it is loud. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Just Be Cousins, the only podcast with that name that I'm on. And I don't know if my co-host, Joe, who's my cousin from another mother of saying grandma, is on another podcast with that name. I don't think he is. I hope he isn't. No. But if he is, that's fine with me. That is fine and dandy, you know what? Because I'm I'm all about peace, love, and happiness. I'm all about peace, love, and happiness. Erections, uh, juicy, juicy hamburgers, um, fried chicken, uh, love letters. Um, people named Regina. People named Regina. People named Tiffany. Uh, socks, comfortable socks. I'm also all about world maps that are slightly out of date but still kind of cool um what am i also oh chocolate i'm also all about chocolate uh we have on the show with us today the one and only fun time shags fun and time shags one and only you want to say hi what is up guys what's your opinion about chocolate one fun time shags are you a are you a ch- chocolate i i love chocolate um i'm not like a big sweets person to per se i but, think you're very um, sweet uh, a glass of wine goes with chocolate, so yes. <laughs> Wait a minute, is, are you saying <laughs> if you wine goes with it, it's good? Chocolate and wine thing. I'm, I'm also, you know, in in wine and in chocolate, I'm non-discriminatory. I, I like dark. I like milk. I like white. I like. <laughs> um, Hang on now. Whoa, slow, slow down. White chocolate is another wine. way of saying not chocolate. So, don't. Oh. Oh, I mean, it's okay to like it. It's okay to like it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with liking what they call white chocolate, but that's like saying, you know, white chocolate is like saying, it's like saying safe crash. You know, it's like saying uh, living death. I don't know. It just white chocolate isn't chocolate. So are you calling it basic or you're saying white chocolate is basic? No, I'm not saying I agree with you, Jason. I'm not saying there's anything like chocolate at all. What is it then? I'm okay. Enlighten me. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what it is, and and I can see why some people like it, and that's okay. I'm not saying that in and of itself. I'm not saying it's a shit sandwich. I'm not saying that they took okay. two turds, okay. put it between bread, and said, "Hey, everybody, it's the new uh, brown. It's the new uh, what's a famous sandwich name? Uh, it's the new uh, brown Reuben. I'm not so saying that's what they did. Steak? Yeah, I'm not saying they did that. I'm saying that wh- why they called it white chocolate is. They shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have called it that. It's still good. It's fine. They, it can stand on its own. White chocolate. You don't need to be taking other people's names. White chocolate. You're fine the way you are. Do your own name. We'll, we'll call you. You know, like uh, cream. Let's let's spend the rest of this episode coming up with a better name for white chocolate than white chocolate. Okay. No, I have an important question to ask. I suspect that white chocolate is not even made from cocoa and shouldn't be called chocolate at all. It, it should just be, you're right. It should have a different name, but can we, uh, can we confirm that? Is it, is I it mean, actual, is it technically it chocolate or, or is it just, is it something totally different? Cause I suspect that it is. It's, it's, it's gotta be chocolate. I mean, it's gotta be. Why would, uh, I mean, why, why would they call it chocolate? Well, cause you I know, like white chocolate <laughs> in <laughs> chocolate cookies. 
<laughs> I'm being bullied over white chocolate right now, everyone. No, I'm, okay? I'm getting on board with white chocolate. <laughs> I like white chocolate in chocolate cookies, but I consider okay. that two flavors. Like if you get a nice chocolate cookie and there's chunks of white chocolate in it, okay, that's delicious. That's I believe okay. They, that's yeah, okay for you. So, like, are you one of those people who hates tomatoes but likes ketchup? Uh, I pretty much like anything with tomatoes in it. Um, okay. I, I'm, I'm again, I'm in support of white chocolate. I just don't think that it is chocolate. That's all. Okay. How? Okay. Okay. Here's I the. I hope Jason is googling right now. I googled. I, I, I googled it. So this what is I was trying to do is kill kill some time so he could then just read to us what. Yeah. It is. <laughs> this is what Bon Appetit says. Now you know this is legit because they're <laughs> they're they're titles in French. And if you put a French word on a food, it's automatically better, right? And I'm not making this up. I'm literally reading a book right now. Not literally right now, but I'm actually reading a book these last few days that said that when you put French words on the names of food in America, you have to pay more for it, which gave me an idea to, like, I could do DoorDash, but instead of, like, going and fetching you some burger and fries, I would call it, like, le burger et uh, avec le frite. And you pay the same, but you feel like you're eating expensive, right? Yeah. Because it's all in French. Anyway, so this is Bon Bon Appetit says it says that they want to they want my email. No, no thanks. Okay, they say white chocolate is made with a blend of sugar, cocoa butter, cocoa butter, milk products, vanilla, and a fatty substance called lecithin. Technically, and these are the French people saying this. Okay, technically, white chocolate is not a chocolate, and it doesn't really <gasps> thank you, and it doesn't oh, really taste like my. one. God. Because it doesn't contain chocolate solids. When cocoa beans are removed from their pods and they do a sexy little dance, then they are fermented, dried, roasted, cracked open, and their shells are discarded. What results is a nib, which is another word for tiny chocolate erection. Chocolate nibs are ground into a paste called chocolate liquor. Chocolate liquor can be separated into cocoa solids, which provide the flair, and cocoa butter, which is the fat. The white chocolate contains extracted cocoa butter. It lacks the component that defines real chocolate. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, I just got what, in the 90s term, I just got fucking moated. No, no. Here's the thing. I figured out why they call it white chocolate. <laughs> I'm not did. familiar with that term. You, you've that never... Term. You've never, no one's ever walked up to you and said, moated. <laughs> no. Wow. Is that okay. like short for demoted? I mean, again, I'm, I'm not. Is that like I'm thrown not, into with, a moat with alligators? I, I, tid, yeah. I think that's You've been better. moated. You've been moat, like demoted. I don't know. That's a great, great question. I'm going to Google that too. Yeah. Google moat, moated. We're just going to go in yeah. depth. Yeah, that's what this episode's with about, knowledge everyone. Here. Yeah. First about white chocolate, and then we're going to figure out the origin of the term yeah. moated, which mm -hmm. I'm hoping actually means like, Motive. It's as if you've been <laughs> no, you've been thrown into a moat with bloodthirsty fucking crocodiles. Um, so right. you're not just demoted; you're actually murdered, moited. What? Mo Moira. So you've according according to Urban Dictionary, moated with a T, an awesome term that rose in the 1980s. That was another word for you got Ooh. told or you got burned. Truly old school people use this term. Here's an example. Ooh, that boy just got dem ass moated. <laughs> <laughs> Can you read that again? I love that. Ooh, that boy just got dem ass moated. <laughs> Wonderful. And then right. well, another you know example. Well, you know what, Shags? You didn't get moated. 
you, you know like what? white chocolate. Uh, I we do. Just had to learn more I do. I do. And hear it just because since we like to not only make you guys laugh, but educate you. you learn a thing or two every yeah. day. I mean, this is this is what it is. We're helping you. I figured out why they call it white chocolate. Because <laughs> I figured out why. This is why they call it white chocolate. It's like white rap. There are some individuals in our in our society who invented rap. And then some other folks came along and said, I can do that. And they can't. But they thought they could. And they wanted to legitimize themselves. So they said, well, this is white rap. And people are like, you mean when you said white rap, you meant to say the letter C rap, right? And they were like, what? And then they ate some white chocolate. And they just got moated. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my theory. Anyway, so Joe, uh, Shags likes ch- chocolate so much that she'll even eat the honky kind. What about you? Well, I like peanuts, but guess what? Those aren't fucking nuts. What? Oh. Now, come on. Yeah. Well, but everybody knows that, right? No. What are they then? They're legumes. Yeah, but what's a fucking huh? legume? What's a Beans, legume? man. <laughs> peanuts <laughs> are fucking beans. What? So peanuts or beans? Yes. Okay, so white chocolate, to recap, (laughs) (laughs) moated means dim ass been told. Mm -hmm. White chocolate is not chocolate, and fucking peanuts are not nuts. They're beans. You know, it's. I'm glad you said that because for my whole life, I've been telling people white chocolate is another way of saying not chocolate. And I've also been telling people that you shouldn't be so hung up on what categories there are. If a peanut wants to be a nut, it can. If a tomato wants to be a vegetable, it can. If um, if an elephant wants to be a ballerina, it can. And I realize now that I was contradicting myself. So now I want you two to help me decide, should I sway towards chocolate? White chocolate's not chocolate and peanuts aren't nuts. Or I sway towards white chocolate is chocolate and peanuts are nuts. Which way should I go? Whichever way feels more rebellious to you. Because oh. I feel like that's a comfort zone. Well, now I want to rebel against what you just said. <laughs> well, I'm questioning oh, my shit. sheer existence right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot. Well, Me too. I hate to change the subject, but... Okay. Uh, Go for it. Can you? Yeah, I got nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> just wondering, does anybody have another subject? Because suddenly I find myself uh, bored with nuts. Bored with nuts. Hey, wow. I got a uh, a question for you guys. Now, Shags, you weren't on last week, uh, but we were thinking about you. We think about you a lot. Well, I think about you guys all the time. Cool. It's in my journal, in my diary. Oh, wonderful. My therapist and everybody, you know, tell me to stop, but I can't. <laughs> Maybe you could read some journal entries later. Oh, anyway. yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. So... This year has had a lot. So far, we've had New Year's Day, right? We've had Valentine's Day. We've had Super Bowl. Uh, we've had President's Day. We've had, I don't know how many different Thursdays, uh, a lot of them. So, so far, this year has been full. And yet, I feel like there's more year left to go. Shags. If a person were to make a sort of New Year's resolution, but instead of doing it yearly, they do it daily, like a new day resolution. What's your mm-hmm. new day resolution for tomorrow? Um. And just to interrupt your thought, 
real quick, remember <laughs> the whole point of coming up with a resolution is so that you can break it before the end of the time period. So if you make like a new month resolution, you got to break it within 28 days. A new day one, you got to oh, break it 23 okay. hours. Yeah, well, you're so. getting way too complicated here. And okay. I'm only going to say what I know that I'm capable of doing. Okay. So my tomorrow resolution is to not open my eyes and right away think, fuck, here we go again. Um, <laughs> So there, I will wake up tomorrow and I will, I will not do that. Okay. And you will have been successful in the first few seconds yes. of the day. If that's you can right. just pull it off. Yeah. But that's the goal and I will have accomplished it and I'll write it in my journal and make, make sure I let you guys know that yeah. I accomplished that. That's I don't have I a fucking journal guys. Okay. Sorry. You don't? <laughs> Maybe you should start one. I thought that you were Thanks. saying that your goal would be to not open your eyes when you wake up and just oh, keep your eyes shut all day long. And I was like, that is a good resolution. That's a good one. Yeah. I quit. Yeah. Whew, that's dark. No, it's not. Well, I mean, yeah, because there's no light. Your eyes are closed. But it's not. I mean, come on. You can. Oh, hey. Oh. Um, I wanted to get Shag's opinion on this because we were talking about pegging. Do you know what pegging is? <laughs> pegging. Um, not pegging. No, I don't. You're usually the one that is up on all the, you know, hip pegging. terminology. No, I know. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Tell me, tell me. Jason, you want to tell <laughs> me what pegging is? <laughs> so Joey was of the mind. Joe, tell me if I'm I'm misrepresenting your character here. Joey's of the mind that pegging referred to any time anybody stuck anything that wasn't a penis in a man's asshole. Now, if a man oh. sticks an, uh, a penis in a, in an ass in a man's asshole, that's not pegging. That's just you know, this is just a good time. But anything okay, else that, that goes in sense. there is pegging. My understanding was that pegging is specifically when a woman specifically puts a specific dildo shaped dildo into okay. a man's asshole. Um, and that's pegging. And so Joe wanted to ask you what you thought pegging was, if you'd heard well, of it. Well, I guess if you think, I mean, if you think about it, you're both right. Because, it, I mean, a female. You know, female with female anatomy doesn't have a dick. Therefore, right. she would be inserting something that wasn't a dick. Right. It was would be a plastic or, you know, wooden or, you know, water-soluble, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it may be, plug. Um, that that could be a peg. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. I think you're both, I, I think you're both. Well, apparently right. the technical definition of pegging is a woman fucking a guy's butt with a strap on or oh somebody. God. So if you look for porn, peg. so like if if you like were to go on like like I don't know, you porn, Pornhub, whatever, you could just put <laughs> peg and like it'll it'll pop up. I haven't just tried it, thing. but I bet you'd be don't successful lie. immediately. Don't lie. Do you want me to try it real quick? I'm just going to Google mean, pegging in general. Now, we didn't do this I mean, last time we were talking. Because about like this. I, if you said that to me, I would say like, okay, oh my god, it's pirate sex, right? So there's like, a <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like it's coming for. I mean, I don't know. L now, if know, it's not a strap on, on, this is what we came down to: is that yeah. if it's not a strap on and there's just an object going into somebody's butt, that what did you what did you come up with, Jason? That's intergluteal frottage. <laughs> no, what <laughs> that <laughs> intergluteal frottage. Is when you're just rubbing between the butt cheeks without actual insertion. Yeah. Oh, okay. which, which I always thought was called a ballpark frank. But, uh, well, I mean, there's lots I, of different words, right? Oh I mean, when you call it a ballpark frank, that's great and that's wonderful. But when you call it intergluteal frontage, you have to pay extra for it because it's, 
It's in a different right. language. Yeah. It's like, like if exactly. you, if it's in French or Latin or whatever. Um, I had, uh, I have not had the experience of being picked. I'm not opposed. If somebody was into, I'm not looking for it. Right. I'm not like walking down the street with a t-shirt that says, want to get pegged. I don't have that shirt. I'd wear it if I had it, but I wouldn't like go through with it. But if somebody came up to me and said, Hey, it's been a lifelong fantasy of mine to strap on and do a guy. And, um, and then, and, cause I have cancer and you're my make a wish. I'm like, yeah, okay. That's, you know, make a wish. I, I, I'll, I'll be your wish. Yeah. I'm sorry. You got cancer. Go ahead. So I'm all, I'm, I'm for it. But, uh, I was there reading the paper when it was invented. The word was invented. That's where I'm taking my expertise on its, on its definition. Joe is that I was the, the person who invented it. Um, had a contest. He said, hey, everybody, some guys like it when women do this to them. Um, what should we call that? And then he had a lot of different options and people voted and they, they voted for a pegging. And um, okay. this was the same person who came up with the term Santorum. You've heard of this, Santorum? <laughs> Not like a political guy's last name or lady. <laughs> it is. Well, I think they named some sex act after that guy. Yeah, well, what they did was when oh, a person is having anal sex and you've got that frothy mixture of ejaculate, oh. blood, and um, and lubrication, Oops. yeah, and, oh, and, and, and fecal matter, that frothy mixture is, uh, they came up, they're going to call that uh, Santorum. Like, oh, and, and it has been used once in film in a deleted scene in, um, in a, a zombie movie. An actress drinking coffee said, God, this tastes like Santorum. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So, and did you just make that up, or is that true? No, that's true. So the same person oh, who shit. gave us pegging gave us Santorum, and his name, y'all want to know his is? name? Is Dan Savage? Oh. Hey, Dan Savage, Savage Love. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I believe okay. he lives in not my Seattle, but the other one, Seattle, Washington. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Thanks, now, Dan. I figure I, I brought this up for a reason because I figured there are probably porn stars. Mm-hmm. Again, probably I've never seen such a porn. Mm. You know, <laughs> but it, if if you were a, like the queen of pegging, mm-hmm. and and you were a porn star, I was coming up with with names. What do you think a good name is? I've, I've got uh, a good one. Uh, Peggy McCracken. Peggy McCracken. That's a good one. Peggy, Peggy McCracken. Yeah. Yeah. Now, isn't Peggy a short for another name? Like, you don't name your kid Peggy. You name her something, and then Peggy is the short form. Isn't that right? Well, Peg Pegatha McCracken didn't. Well, that <laughs> kind of has a nice ring to it, I guess. That sounds a little Peg- bit like Pegatha? a prehistoric <laughs> right? dinosaur. Pegatha McCracken doth stompeth. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the doth part is. I don't know what Peggy is is short for. I'm going to I'm gonna Google that, too. Peggy is a female first name, often curtailed to Peg. Oh, derived from Meggie, a diminutive version of the name Margaret. Okay. It is occasionally also a male nickname. So, Margaret. You, so, do you know any Margarets? Either of you know a Margaret? No. Well, only the one on Real Housewives of New Jersey. But that's I know a Margaret, but her her nickname is Margie. Okay. Like, no shit. Margie. Mm-hmm. Well, you should go up to her one day, turn around, bend over, and just wait oh. and see what happens. Yeah. Hey Peggy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got did, any ideas? And she'll say, Did you say peg me? Sure. You know what I'm, I'm gonna ready. do for the next show? I'm gonna write uh I'm gonna write a poem about Peggy pegging pygmies, a pick me up, and um 
and something else. Hey, if you're listening to the show, uh, listener, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Send us what you think the other subject of my Peggy Pegging Pygmies poem should be about. Pirates. Pirates. <laughs> you're all about pirates I'm tonight. telling you, I don't know. It's just Peg Leg the Pirate, Peggy the Pirate. I don't know. It's just, it's it's there and I, it won't go away. Do you guys think that uh, calling a, a gay person a, a butt pirate is offensive? Yes. Okay. Yes. I now, think. is there a way for it to be not offensive? Like, uh, like can can we say it in a, in a way like if you if you have a, a very good friend who's gay and you say yes, my friend Steve, he's a butt pirate, and like Steve's like, oh, <laughs> shut up. I um, mean, could you get away with it that way, or is it just always I, offensive? It's like the N word. It's it's all offensive unless you're saying it straight to your your friend's face and y- okay. you both have a good laugh because you know it's true. Okay. Uh, yeah, but don't you think but there I, th- don't you think there's gay porn out there and there's probably an entire feature yeah. film? Again, I wouldn't know this. Yeah, but we have to be politically correct. But here. don't you think there's a porn called Butt Pirates and there's probably a dude with an eye patch? At one point, he probably says, "Yeah." <laughs> Probably, probably, but oh my god, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm not changing the subject, but just really quick, I just remembered something. Speaking of porn, did you guys hear that Steven Spielberg's daughter is now an adult film actress? <gasps> no, but I'm Googling that right now. Yes, Queen. Okay, yeah. So, like, I read <laughs> this article and it was actually really well thought out, and it's a pretty good read if you guys have a chance later. I'm sure you can find it easily, but she basically said, like, you know, nobody, like, it's my body, it's my life, like, and I don't give a shit about my last name, like, or what you guys think about what I need to live up to, like, this is my decision, and, like, from what I gathered, her parents are, like, intrigued by the whole thing, and not, like, even pissed at her, so, yeah, I was pretty shook on that one, I was like, you go, Glenn Coco, yeah, um, this is a I know, weird. I, I, I had to throw it out. I was like, "We're talking about porn." I read this today. <laughs> That's wonderful. So I'm real confused about what I'm reading here. Oh. Because this person who is apparently his daughter, one does not look like him at all. Whatever. Right. And does not look like an an adult. This person looks like a child, but I guess I think she's like in her really early twenties. So okay. I don't. I I I think she's yeah. She's pretty. She's pretty young. She, well, I mean, she's still a child. If he wanted to be really supportive, he could then just direct one of her movies, and they could call right. it. They could call it "In the Anal Bones." <coughs> in the anal bones. Oh, yeah. instead of Indiana. <laughs> My God. Oh, I believe all of my wine out, my friend. Oh, Joe, that I want you to take every Spielberg film ever made and turn it into a porn title, <laughs> like Schind- Schindler's Piss. I don't know. That's kind of obvious. <laughs> oh my god! But you know, you know, that's what they're, they're Schindler's tits. Like, Schindler's tits. E T T the extra testicle. Um, oh my god! Come on, we- with no with beans for nuts. <laughs> A never-ending story. <laughs> never-ending horny. Exactly. Yeah. Did he do that? Did he do never-ending horny? Was that him? I think so. It's a cautionary tale. Well, good for her. I'm glad that she's doing that because I know you know, know. that we on JBC are very much pro uh, uh, artistic expression, and if that's what a person wants oh. to do, they should do. What? What? The one I for um, 
Jurassic Park would be Jurassic Porked. <laughs> Jurassic. No, Jurassic Pegged. Get it right. <laughs> Jurassic, Jurassic Pegged. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that <laughs> oh, Michaela yeah. Spielberg does peg porn. I hope she does. I mean, I do too. It brings I do a lot too. of people Cheers together. Cheers to you, Michaela. Yeah. You go, girl. Hey, this... wait. Shaving Ryan's private. Oh, okay, of course. God. Yeah. You guys, we can do this all fucking night. We probably, well. <laughs> I maybe could have done it all night when I was in my 20s, but right now it's more mm-hmm. like I could do a couple, then I'm going to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And then yeah. you just have to get pegged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the great thing about pegging. I, I, I'm, again, if somebody wants to, call me up. We'll, stick we'll, a fork in me. I'm done. Yeah, stick a cock in me. I'm not done yet. If, uh, you know, like the um, uh, very often when a man mounts his partner of choice, he may reach fulfillment. <laughs> Sooner than he would have liked, but when you're receiving and the guy's receiving that plastic, um, how do you do? It could go for as long as that plastic does not wilt, right? It just it's keeping on, keeping on, and that's a beautiful thing, I think. So good for you, Michaela. I have no mm-hmm. idea if she does pig porn, but now I'm going to tell people she does. I hope she does. You mm-hmm. have the most seductive, romantic way of talking about sex, Jason. I do. Really? <laughs> when I like- a man mounts his partner of choice. <laughs> So, well, so speaking of butt pirates, though, um, yeah, if if the word butt pirate for a gay person is derogatory, I apologize. My goal here is not to be derogatory towards anyone, but I do want to know what the female equivalent would be. Like, like if a, a, a lesbian, for example, we we wouldn't call her a butt pirate, obviously, but what would we call it not a vagina pirate. That's just stupid. But what do I don't you call know, her? A wiener fiener? I don't know. A wiener like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> A wiener water? Yeah, but th- that's not a lesbian, though. Yeah, I mean, wieners, I mean, keep wieners but out of she's it. still fiending for the wiener. I mean, I don't know. Man. What's fiending? Mean? I mean, or or the plug? I, well, you could just plug. call you could just call her a mock pirate oh. because oh. she needs, she she chews on carpet. Okay, a <laughs> <laughs> rug rug pirate. I rug love pirate. that. There you go. Rug pirate. Oh, that's because she chews on carpet. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Arr. So they're magically a, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> We've segued into leprechauns now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I it's so true, though. I'm going to put that on a T-shirt. That is the best thing I've ever heard. Rugs are magically delicious. Oh Jesus! So let me ask you this question now. Stereotypically, and it's a very uh, crass stereotype, but you take the 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 lesbian couple and one is more masculine than the other or they both they might both be masculine again this is a stereotype it's a bit crass i know there are more nuances to any relationship than this it's 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 cartoonish to do what i'm doing but but you're also, talking about butch and femme yeah exactly so okay. if if for example the butch half of or a, a butch lesbian let's say and i know joe that you have a barber who is uh, a lesbian and I don't know which end of the she spectrum. Self-proclaimed butch. Okay, fair enough. My goal is definitely not to offend her in the least. Uh, she, by all reports, the reports being yours, is a remarkable human being, and no one deserves to be stereotyped the way I'm about to. But I've been drinking, so I'm going to keep going ahead. And if she finds this offensive, Joe, you tell me, and I will apologize profusely. You all know right, what? your disclaimer is accepted. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and apologize anyway. This is what I'm getting at. Let's say. There is a, a a butch lesbian, and she and her girlfriend or wife or lover or 
pickup, as it were, decide yeah. to you know put on the strap on. But the 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 Bush one says, "Hey, I want you to peg me." Now, is that can we call that pegging? Oh, we, see, I don't know. It, I thought pegging was just to be done to males. But yeah, maybe but I'm, I'm talking about gender fluidity here, Joe. I don't think anybody <laughs> should have to, you know, be consigned to the gender that their genitals were uh, have determined for them at birth. If a, if, a, if a woman who wears a lot of flannel wants another woman to put a dildo in her rectum, there should be a word for it, and I don't see why pegging can't be that word. I think it's still pegging. I think that the definition would probably be appropriately expanded. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. I agree. And by the way, a good Butch and Femme uh, porn movie name would be uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Femme. Okay, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's not even funny. I just think it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. right on. And and let's be clear. Let's just go ahead and, and, and like clear the air so to speak a, a, a woman who wants another woman to peg her does not have to be butch she doesn't have to be quote-unquote masculine anyway she can be whatever she wants to be and, and so i'm starting to lean towards your definition of pegging joe anybody regardless of their genitalia who wants anyone else regardless of their particular persuasion to put something in their rectum that is in some respects stiff and long can call it whatever they want to. They can call it a peanut. They can call it white chocolate. They can call it pegging. I don't give a fuck. Just do it. Have fun. Enjoy your goddamn self. And anybody tells you not to, tell them they've been moated. With liberty and justice yes. for all. Motherfucker. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Next subject. Go. Well, I want to... I've got some ads today, and I wanted to do one ad now and then one ad later. Just okay. Just to kind of break things up. Good. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't often do this, but uh, we've we've got a new ad later on, and it's from Clark Marketing Solutions. Okay. And the first ad from Clark Marketing Solutions was done uh, back on a show in 2018, oh. like a April 2018. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thanks, Jason. For what? Um, oh, I thought I hit so, mute. Sorry. <laughs> So I wanted to play the Clark Marketing ad from a couple of years ago, and that'll that'll set up, it'll kind of refresh us as to what Clark Marketing is all about. So okay. I have Clark Marketing Part One, and, and wait, wait, do you have uh, do you have intros and outros? We haven't done an ad for a while. Uh, I don't. I can load them up. It might take up twelve nah. seconds. Nah. Nah. Let's let's just. Okay. Hear. All right. Bend over and prepare to have your brain pegged by this. If you've got a product. No, it's too quiet. Let me start over. Sorry, my uh, my uh, my levels here need Viagra before I can peg you. Oh boy! Here we go. If you've got a product that is ready for the market, but you don't know anything about marketing, <laughs> don't just try to brave the advertising world on your own. You may ask, how hard can it be? I can write a few catchy lines to make my company sound good. Well, the problem is, you're likely no good at writing at all. In the ad world, that's a problem. But at Clark Marketing Solutions, we have a solution. See, see what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, really good at this. And so are all of our creative people in our creative department. They just know how to create good copy. And we only charge 25 cents a line. You may call that cheap, but we call it affordable. And each line is worth almost all 25 pennies. 
don't trust yourself with this stuff. Let us do the dirty work. Let me give you an example. Let's say you're trying to make an ad for Crayola crayons. Mm. Foolishly, you may write a shitty line like this. Crayola will set your child free into the colorful world of their own imagination. <laughs> See? That sucks. <laughs> we would write something like this. These crayons scribble a bunch of colors on paper pages, but they color things better than other coloring things. Like, way better. <laughs> See? Now that's how you write copy. Yeah, here's another one. If you're selling Subarus... You might be tempted to write something like, The Subaru Outback hugs a turn like its tires have been reunited with the road after years of loneliness. Wow. <laughs> How about this? Subarus are really good cars. Like, really, really good cars. R really good. That's a smart line, right? <laughs> okay. Let's see. Here's one more. Imagine you wanted to write an ad for Dick's Sporting Goods. You'd probably crap out some crap like this. If you like sporting goods, you'll love Dick's. We know you love Dick's. You won't be able to get enough Dick's. Admit it. You think about Dick's all the time. Dick's. See, that's a joke. Actually, it's a pretty good one. Not bad. Anyway, you get the idea... Clark Marketing Solutions, we're really, really good. Like, really good. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> so know, that's Clark Marketing Solutions. Who was Later the asshole on, we'll, laughing we'll through, through that whole one. thing? Say what? Who was the asshole laughing through that whole thing? That was you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Clark Mark. So we're going to listen to a new Clark Marketing Solutions ad later? Yeah, we can do yeah. that a little bit later. And I just it, it might be confusing if you if you're not familiar with right. uh, how Clark Marketing does things. Right. Okay. Yeah. And now many of our ads over the years have been written by Clark Marketing. Which, I thought they all were. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, most of them. Larco <laughs> and Clark Marketing go together like what was it? Um a Subarus and Curves that miss each yeah. other. No, you know what? Volvo, not Volvo. Audio. Uh what was I talking about? Super. Are, you, are no. you losing your mind? You having a stroke? Clark Marketing Solutions and Larco go together like an open, willing, and a consensual orifice with a strap-on piece of um, plastic. Very good. Do you think that people 3D print dildos? Of course. Yeah, that's just a yes. <laughs> like... I don't know that from experience. Neither do I, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking that, like, back in the day, yeah. if you wanted to get your porn on, you had to go to a store and you had to buy a bunch of crap that wasn't the porn and then also the porn so that the person checking you out would, like, somehow not notice it, right? And then the future happened and all you have to do now is go online. You get all the porn you want. In fact, I'm looking at some right now. Um and it just occurred to me that maybe that was the case with dildos also in the past. You had to go to those, you know, sex shopping like, okay, I want to buy these peanuts and get some white chocolate and a dildo and maybe a copy of this uh, Time magazine. But now you just 3D print a dildo and you're good to go, right? Veins 
if you want them. No veins if you want them. You don't have to ask. You don't have to go up and say, hey, this one's a little bit veinier than I like. And you got something with like fewer veins. You just download it. You can download dicks now. That's kind of cool. Technology. It's amazing. What yes. would you, what would you, let's start with, let's start with Joe and then Shags to give you some time to think about it. What would you okay. 3D print if you had a 3D printer? Joe, what's the first thing you would 3D print? Hmm. I would 3D print a fly swatter. Ooh. Wow. Why? Um, I was just thinking about how much I hate flies. Okay. All right. So now, three D printing a fly swatter might take a lot of time. Might take a lot more time than me just going down to Walmart and buying a fly swatter. But, yeah. But that would be cool to have a, a fly swatter that I designed and then three D printed. Would you like add some? Like you go to Walmart and just get your run of a mill uh, fly swatter. But what would you add to the design to make it a Joe original fly swatter? Well, it would be. Written on the fly swatter, it would say, Fuck you, fly! <laughs> Real big wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't there some joke about like, what's the last thing Just goes... sticking it to the fly. <laughs> yeah. Isn't there some joke about what's the last thing that goes through a fly's mind before he hits your windshield? Or when he hits your windshield, I should say? Yeah, it's his ass. His ass, right? yeah. And ah. you're, you're kind of doing the same thing. It's like, yeah, read this. Even though flies can't read, bam. Would you make the head bigger or the handle more like ergonomic or something? I mean, you got a 3D printer. Go nuts, though, man. I think I'd just do the standard design. You do what? Sorry, say that again? (laughs) My face. Yeah, like like the last thing they see, like angry Joe face. Like just you little whippersnapper, just like really angry. With a little dialogue bubble that says, fuck you. Fuck Mm -hmm. you, fly. If you had a mom, I'd fuck her. Yeah, okay. Well, I I, yeah, I, I told you guys right that there was there was this time where a fly landed on this like half-eaten sandwich of mine that was in a it was in like a styrofoam container. Yeah, and I closed the container oh. and I I caught myself mumbling. I said, "Die slowly." <laughs> I, tra- I trapped the fly in this container and I, I actually mumbled to him to die slowly. Oh and my then god. I then I my eyes went wide and I was like, Oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with me? That was really weird. Dark. You were like the sleep paralysis fucking demon to that poor fly. Like you you are an evil, wretched, wretched man. <laughs> well, then I felt so bad that I opened the container and the fly flew away oh mm. and then I, my, oh. my dog snatched him out of the air <laughs> oh it's good out of go. that's why we get that phrase out of the styrofoam container into the dog's mouth that's very now i know because i looked it up on urban dictionary i was imagining joe you trapping that fly and saying that and then like a couple years later you open up the container to remove his dead body and he's got like his last will written on the inside of the container right you know <laughs> to my five thousand wives i leave um, five pieces of poop I licked the other day. I don't know what flies own. I don't know. Okay, so you do a fly swatter. Shags, if you were going to 3D print something, what would you 3D print? Okay, but like, what's the depth of 3D printing? Like, how far can I take this? Whatever you because, want. Okay, because I... Okay, first I was thinking I want my own baby Yoda. Okay. So that's that's something. But then I was like, okay, well, I would just 3D print a copy of myself okay 
and then I would send that demon off to do all the dirty work, and then I uh-huh. would just live the rest of my life watching reality TV and drinking wine and judging people. That would be like an epic win in my and, life. And evil 3D printed shags would mm-hmm. just be. Why like, would she be evil? She's why? Yeah. F- why the fuck do I have to be evil? Man? OG, OG oh, shags gets to be the evil, evil one. Like, like, I'm sure evil, she would be evil. evil. Shags is alive, sitting on the couch, drinking wine and watching reality TV. Yeah. She's alive. She's still here. But like you know the the, oh, the little snap puppet version of myself. I bet you that's how life works. Oh my god! Did you guys watch the Good Place? No, but I heard it's so good. It's really good. You should watch it, and uh, I'll just leave it there. But what if this is how life works? You live your life, and then what happens is, depending on how evil you are, they 3D print a different version of you, and uh, and that version is better, and then that version goes and lives in a redo of Earth, but is better. And we just keep doing that until the Earth is full of really good 3D printed androids, while all the evil people are in like a, a sort of like a purgatorial version of couches, wine, th- reality TV. Uh-huh, That's how uh-huh. the universe might work. Unfortunately, I, I think that duplicates and doppelgangers work the other way. So, uh, you know, if you make you a copy, it's going to be evil. And then if that copy Damn makes it. a copy, it's going to be super evil. And yeah, then- but really? what if the, the original is already evil? Yeah. So, like... What's it's the full next circle. Movie? It goes all back it around. It doesn't go opposite. It just goes one direction. More and more evil. Um, more and more evil. Oh. evil. Then, you know. But is it evil like a, a, a binary state? Like you either are or aren't? You can't be more like eviler. Like, oh, you're evil. Fuck you. I'm eviler. I peg, I peg dogs. I'm eviler. <laughs> That's not. No, I don't think so. I think it's. I believe in eviler. You believe I, I in think, eviler. I okay. Think evil. I think evil is on a spectrum, and you can continually get eviler until You're the evil. It, it, until you are the evilist. The evilist, and then is that like Satan is evilist? He's like the personification of evilistness. Yeah, let's. That's that's the standard. Okay, you so are the evilist once you hit Satan level. Okay, so oh. if 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 missionary is like a a one on the scale of. One to ten of evil, and ten. What's ten then? Is it? It's ten pegging, or no? It's, where does pegging fall? If missionary's one, and ten is like, I don't know, r- raping a cat with a mountain. That's pretty missionary bad. Missionary is the zero point. Pegging yeah. is mm-hmm. up in the positive. Yeah. yeah. So it's like pegging's it's, good. Pegging's it's a good. Pegging's child's play. Okay, so zero <laughs> oh, is like the fulcrum, <laughs> and pegging is on one side of the seesaw, and like. Uh, Fox News, which fucks everybody who watches it, is on the other. Uh-huh. I got you. Okay, uh-huh. that makes sense. Okay, got it. that makes sense. I'm thinking, you know, uh, what is it called um, when you fuck dead people? <sighs> What's that called? Ne- necrophilia. Yeah, necrophilia is is going down the other direction. That's you know, that's not good. So I think we can. I like to put a value, or it's a moral judgment on on necrophilia. I think I, it's bad. I think that's very interesting that you brought that up, Joe. I really do, because I was thinking about this, and I was going to bring it to the show, but then I got drunk and forgot, but you reminded me. And I think mm-hmm. it's just wonderful how necrophilia always reminds me of things. And uh-huh. what it reminded me of is that, go way, way, way back when people like thought being left-handed was evil. They actually called, like, Dexter is Latin for the right hand, or right-handedness, or the right, and sinister is to the left, right? Like, we actually have a word that's like, left means evil. 
right? And we go way back when, and nowadays we don't think that anymore. And we can look back at those people and go, God, what fucking idiots actually thought if you use your left hand, you're evil. So in three or 400 years from now, what will people look back on and say, gosh, those people in 2020 are stupid. They thought fucking dead people was bad. Turns out it's nothing. It's not that it's good. It's just who cares, right? Because there's no God. There's no heaven. There's no afterlife. There's no... I can't believe we ever judged people that fucked dead people. Right. Like, who cares? Thought... Like, you can get them in vending machines now, right? It's like, what are you going to do today? I'm going to go to vending machine. I'm going to get a dead person. I'm going to fuck it. Okay, cool. What about you? Uh, I'm going to contemplate the 18th dimension since that's what we do in the future. I don't know. Hey, fucking dead people! Fucking dead people reminds me of something I wanted to talk about. See, necrophilia reminds people of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! Well, I was reading this thing uh, about the newest sex robots. Yeah. Now, again, it wasn't because I'm interested in sex robots. It's because, well, it was an article, and it was interesting because there's this phenomenon where more and more people, well, for one, sex robots are becoming really scary and realistic are you guys aware Uh, are you putting those together like their realism is what's scary yeah yeah in fact this is what my note says that sex robots give a new meaning to the word uncanny valley yeah okay um in shags are you familiar with the term uncanny valley no well when they well when they started making you know more and more realistic kind of can computer generated characters like for animation you know mm-hmm. well they would they start getting so close to to looking like a real human being that people started getting disgusted like viscerally freaked what? out because there's this phenomenon called the uncanny valley where if you get really close to kind of reproducing the the movement and the the image of a human being it starts to what, lose I, its value. Like, well, are you, well, no, it starts to look really creepy because it almost looks like the walking dead or it looks like, it looks like ooh, maybe it's, maybe God. there's, it's a human being that there's something wrong with that human being. So there's this biological aversion to it. It's called the uncanny Valley. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's so fucking weird. Yeah, it's, well, and it's, that's the thing. These sex dolls for me, and, and oh, you know what? I wasn't even reading a thing. We were watching some. My wife and I were watching some. God, it might have even been John Oliver or something where they were talking about sex robots. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what? You don't think that sex robot is sexy? And I was like, no, it fucking it creeps me out. It's it's like it's too close to looking like a real woman, but it's not close enough. And so it makes me sick. It's the uncanny valley. I believe the valley is is to, it's determined graph. by the fact that how when you say it's not close enough there is no close enough the the closer it gets the more creepy it is it has to go completely to you are 100% fooled cuz even if you're only yeah. 99% fooled that 1% left over is like fuck this right right yeah. and that's what the valley is that's it refers to that dip on the graph yeah. the closer you get to real once you get to real it, it's it comes back up and you're not disgusted anymore like a like a like a blow up sex doll is clearly a blow up thing there's so no so there's like there's like a peak a peak a pit and a valley here <laughs> yeah yeah you if you're... that's what i was saying a, a sex robot's vagina could be called the uncanny valley <laughs> oh my god that is that i've never heard that you guys 
learning so much today. Yeah. Love you. That's so, well, here's the question, Joe. I mean, it's the obvious question, but in as much as there are men who want to have women do the sex things to them in their bottoms, there must be women who like that too, right? Because it takes two to tango. Again, I love I love to hear you talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> so it's possible that there are women out there who are like, I want I have I have 3D printed this gigantic veiny a mm-hmm. penis device. I cannot find a man who is willing to let me peg him. So I'm going to go find a sex doll that will let me peg it. Right? Right? Yeah. That, that has to be a thing. Now, ostensibly, she's she's doing the traditional peggings, whereas he's bent over, she can't see his face. There should not be a whole lot of problem with like thinking this is this is creepy, right? Right? Like the uncanny valley probably is is a less of a valley in this case, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the and, thing. And so, oh, this is what I'm saying. Robots. Go ahead. I was going to say that I I believe that people who invent sex robots who want to achieve realism as quickly as possible should focus on male sex robots that get pegged by women because that's their best chance of getting it right because. You're looking at them from behind. That's what I'm saying. I believe that's their best shot. And in this I sense... I barely wrap my head around that. I think that's their... I, I think you should write a, a, a letter to them. Dear sex robot people, start with pegging. Love, Joe. P.S. Well, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Back to necrophilia. I think <laughs> if- It all comes back. Wait a minute. Are you saying? Yeah, go ahead. If people are into necrophilia, like, you know, it's arguable that people are born with certain proclivities and some of those proclivities are very unfortunate and they're socially unacceptable and and they can become dangerous if they develop into actual behavioral patterns. Like liking white chocolate. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. And so... Those Do you think, no, are, come on, sorry to interrupt, but people are born being necrophiliacs? That's not, you're not well, born with that. Come on. Well, Jeffrey Dahmer said he was. Jeffrey Dahmer, okay, that's a whole nother show. I mean, but I know, but I mean, like, had we had 3D, 3D freaking sex robots that... You know, his whole thing was he 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 killed people because he didn't he didn't want them to talk. He didn't want them to move. But then he kind of allegedly felt bad for it. Right. Yeah. So Like if there was sex robots back then, then maybe we wouldn't have Dahmer. Dahmer could have. That's what I'm saying. Dahmer could have gotten his jollies without having to kill anybody or rob any graves. I mean, he probably didn't do that, but he probably considered it a couple times because he was a, he he wanted a completely unresponsive sex partner. Right. Are you right? suggesting and, and, that and, they need to come up with a way of making 3D printable edible sex slaves? Is that what I'm like hearing? He would have liked the valley. He would have been down with the valley. Down with the valley. Okay. Down. Da- I mean. Yeah, the poor valley. Oh, it gets so much flack. That's well, just, okay. And whether or not it's something that you're born with or, you know, this is a nature versus nurture thing. I don't For know where parent. necrophilia comes from. <laughs> I just don't know what's, you know. Okay. I don't know what creates that. But uh, I'm just saying, 
if that's your if that is your problem, and I do mm-hmm. consider it a problem, it, it suddenly there's a solution to that problem, and that is the weird, dead-looking, creepy sex robots that they're okay. making nowadays. Except oh. a lot of those sex robots move around like human beings, so you'd have to oh, turn God. it off if you were a necrophilia. But or like, why is the Walking Dead theme song in my head right now? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, no, you don't have to turn Every it off. Every time you turn it on, it's like. Remember, I was asking you, Joe. I was asking you about your fly swatter, and I wanted you to make it more than just run of the mill fly swatter, right? It's like if you're a woman who's into pegging guys, and what you really want to do is peg dead guys. You get your 3D printer, and you're not going to 3D print a guy. You're going to 3D print a dead guy, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That follows. Okay, so you 3D print a dead guy, you peg it, then you go to your <laughs> high school reunion, and people are like, "What did you do?" He's like, "I 3D printed a dead guy, and then I butt fucked it with a dildo that I bought at a store." Because let's face it, downloading veiny dicks off the internet is a tough thing to do if you're into 3D printing. But downloading dead guys with willing open orifices, not a problem. Right? Hey, Jason, if you were running for president, I would like for the last 30 mm-hmm. seconds to be a part of your speech while you're campaigning. Yeah, this was way better than the presidential debate I heard today. So. Right. Everybody's talking about Medicare for all. Everybody's talking about Medicare for all. Oh, we need to bring down the deficit. I say a 3D printer in every garage and a <laughs> butt plug in Printing every dead pot. guys to be butt fucked and pegged every day. Every day. That is my new day resolution. Tomorrow when I wake up, I will 3D print a man. He will be dead. I will 3D print a vagina for myself so that I can properly peg him as a woman. Or something. So confusing. Or you can take the Oprah approach. You get a peg. You get a peg. You get a peg. (laughs) (laughs) So the uncanny... How are we doing on time, guys? Oh, we got like about ten minutes left. Do you want to do your other uh, your other ad? Yeah, I wanted you guys to hear this ad. Um, it is Clark Marketing Solutions once again. Okay, here we go. Well, shit, howdy. This here's <laughs> Krung Fit Mahanakan Amon Ratanakasin Mahanthara Uthaya Mahadalak Bop Nafarat Ratchapani Bururam Udam Ratchanawet Mahasathan Amen Piman Atawan Sathit Sakathatia Witsanukam Prasi. I'm a professional voice actor for a little outfit called Clark Marketing Solutions, a company what makes commercials for radio shows and cast pods. I'm a southerner. That is to say, I was born in South Thailand, but I was also raised in the South, right here in the United States of America. Some people say, can I just call you Krung Thep Mahadalak Fop Nafarat for short? And I says, no, sir. That's Mr. Fop Nafarat Amon Piman Awatan Witsanukam Prasit to you, son. <laughs> Although, to be fair, some people do call me Krung Sep Mahakan Anan Ranakakasin Mathurin Yathid Magnafop Nafarat And still others refer to me as Krung Sep Mahakan Amon Ratmat Mahara Yahuda Ratchatatat Mathanasium Sakatakatuya Ratakatidati Ricky Tiki Tom. <laughs> Anyhow, lots of folks tell me I look like martial arts superstar Tony Ja. Those same people tell me I sound like a mix between Gilbert Gottfried and Yosemite Sam. 
Well, <laughs> enough about little old me. I'm fixing to read an ad for my ad company, What Makes Ads. Here we go. Clark Marketing Solutions. We make ads really good. Like, really, really good. Take it from me. Krung, Thep, Mahanakan, Amon, Ratanakasin, Mahanthara, Uthaya, Mahadalak, Fop, Nafarat, Rachathani, Bururam, Udam, Rachanawet, Mahasathan, Amen, Piman, Atalan, Sathi, I need a round of applause for that one. That, that was... was really, really good. Yeah. Clark Marketing. I, I don't. I don't even care. We talk about it anymore. That was. I mean, that was. I mean, okay. So Clark Marketing. It's the, the basic bitch of explanations. And they <laughs> totally. always win, and we, we got the return of Ricky Ticky Tommy. <laughs> it, yeah. it was the highlight of, of my uh, day. Oh my oh boy. god, that was really good. What um, a day, guys! It's been a day. I tell you what, it's been. I, a day. You know, um, as random shows go, this is about as random as, as it, it does. Gets. Should we Can try I just to tell you guys yeah. as a really random thing just to say it and like in case something happens to me, it's on air? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like Sean's been acting really weird lately. Oof. First, he got us tickets to the opera. What? And then to make matters worse, he asked me to run the San Diego half marathon with him. What? Like, guys. Guys, like a two-person relay, guys. <laughs> what? what? Like, no shit. Like, okay, so I'm just saying, like, you need... I, I will later on text you our correspondence of how, how hilarious it was, just him asking me. But, like, he's either getting ready to leave me or murder me. So if anything <laughs> happens from this fucking point forward... Wait a minute. Know what happened, listener. Uh, so his oh prelude to... To mer to homicide is okay. We're gonna go to the opera. Then we're gonna run a marathon. Then I'm gonna shoot yeah. you in the face. Yeah, that's yeah because he's he's. Sh he, I mean, this I would do that if I was gonna <laughs> kill someone. I no. I, listen. Okay, which opera? What opera are you guys gonna go see? No, we already went. I, actually, Joey and his beautiful wife were invited, but they yeah. Thanks it. for inviting us. To You're that welcome. Thing, but. Oh, were you guys gonna fly into San Diego to see what opera was it? Hansel and Gretel. Oh, by that guy? No, that girl. Who wrote that one? I don't fucking know. Hey, was it good? It was really good. I until... asked Sean. I texted Sean. Was it a good opera? And he, and I got nothing back. And I kind of well, I'll tell you why. No. no, I'll tell you why. Because we were pretty buzzed before we got there, and then at intermission, he like dr dragged me to like a pizza place that they have like they had like these places open, you know, like little carts and like food trucks and then the next thing you know we're throwing down like a whole pizza and they start chiming the bells like you know there's like literally people out there like ringing bells like dressed and it looks like i don't know a scene out of like lost in new york like oh. <laughs> it's, it's okay i swear and then we both kind of looked at each other and said want to go get fucked up so we left so we couldn't he couldn't answer you so you left mid opera. We fully fucking did. We did. I think that um, would have been great if you went to a pizza place that and <laughs> you were lured in by some old lady that ran the pizza place and yeah. then she pushed you into the fucking pizza oven. Exactly. It could have happened, but it didn't. But uh, you know, 
It was um, it, you were you guys were missed, but yeah, just just FYI, you know, if if you never hear or see me again, this is what happened. Well, let me just well, real quick say this: I thought, I honestly thought that Engelbert Humperdinck was a fake name that mm-hmm. had been thrown mm-hmm. around for years, but apparently that's the fucker who composed Hansel und Gretel. Yes, yes. It was, oh, it, that is that's a humperdink. That's a humperdink. That's a humperdink. Um, what's the word they use? What's the thing? A humperdink station? No, humperdink business. What's the uh, joint? It's humperdink joint. Jesus, it's humperdink. I think joint. a better name for pegging would be humperdinking. <laughs> no, okay, but like he asked me to do a two-person relay. Do you think he wants? I mean, what? What about pegging there? Like, I believe I don't even know. Like that's what, what this is. Shags type of he, shit is this? He doesn't want to like, kill you. He doesn't want to leave you. He wants you to peg him, and this is his <laughs> way. I fuck. I'm scared. Well, instead of passing him the baton, you would just <laughs> shove the fucking dildo in his butt and right. run away. Yeah, that would. That's exactly. Oh boy. You you nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, that's too loud. Sorry. Oh boy, I can't believe that hour just happened. When are you gonna do the the half marathon? You Um, you little humperdinker. No. No. Is he gonna do it? Yes. When is it? I'll be his partner. I'll humperdink him. Will you? Will you humperdink, funkerdink? It will be here on, uh, ladies and gentlemen, San Diego Marathon, March fifteenth. Come, ah, come, on, come, on, come, come! Stand with me in the sidelines if anyone's in ah. San Diego. You'll find me. I'll be wearing a, a support my man shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing a two-person relay. <laughs> you, <laughs> you should walk around with just a gigantic strap on, just a grotesque, like just a huge, just dripping dragging on the ground no 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 no. that's not what i should i should just walk around holding a little nub like a pirate nub and i'll just <laughs> it'll just I'll, it'll say peg and that's it and me and peg will go and we'll have a great time there you go and people will be like it's, that says peg does does that mean what i think it means and you'll go yes yes i'm a peg pirate i'll say ar. Ar. what a great show i have no idea what to call it i have no idea what the blimage is gonna be? I got. I don't know. I maybe I'll take this cover, this Humperdinck Hansel und Gretel picture. You know what? No. That's... Use Peg Bundy. And <laughs> once, why don't you call the show Up the Hours? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's just so much potential here. Shags, every time you're on the show, we have so much goddamn fun. I love you guys and thank you for always thinking of me and I always have fun when I'm on the show with you guys too. Sorry, I, I didn't really know what to say tonight, but it was fucking a great time. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. It was a super uh, silly show. Super it silly. Was. It was super silly. Um, what are we going to talk about next week? Any thoughts? Anybody? Are there any holidays? Amanda Vines. Amanda Vines? Vines? Or vines, vines. Amanda vines, guys. Okay, true story. I have had a crush on Amanda Bynes ever since she was old enough to be crushed on, and then as she got crazier and crazier, the crush just got worse and worse and worse. Like I'm not joking. Like crush level one is wow, I really like this person. Crush level ten is like whatever she wants to do to me. I don't care what she 3D prints to put in my backside. I will take it. Just. <laughs> And I hear she's doing a lot better now, and I'm feeling like, eh, okay, she's not, she's not all that. 
I don't know. Yeah, let's talk about Amanda Bynes. I mean, I'm just saying. She'll be your Peggy. I'll be her Peggy. Peg, Peg, yeah, thing. She's 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 an icon legend. I mean, she, she really is. I just want to punch the tattoo artist in the face who drew that crooked ass tattoo on her face. I have a word for you, sir. You had one job. Wait, she's got a tattoo on her face. I was. I guess she's I'm not up on my bed. She's engaged, has a face tattoo, and is still under a conservatorship, and is starting her own clothing line soon, guys. Just a little pop culture for you. Wow, she does not look like she used to look. No. I'm. She's the man. <laughs> that's a. Well, that's pretty funny. She knows what a girl wants. On Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> What's and your we handle? We haven't posted anything on no. Instagram, but let's let's do it this time. Come okay, on. last week's. I'd like to post this artwork, please, because I'd love to see this blimage. Last week's blimage, I put in a. A one-to-one ratio, so it would be very Instagrammable, and then I forgot to. So, hey, you know what? If you're out there, listener, <laughs> and you want to, I give you permission. I need Joe's consent on this, but hopefully he'll consent. If you want to Instagram our blimage, go ahead, listener. Just oh, that's a good challenge. Yeah. And don't forget to rate and review. Five stars only. That's right. If you don't give us five stars, what Shag's gonna do? I'm gonna fuck your mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna fuck your mom and peg your dad. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'm gonna go take a leak. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit mute. Joe, shout something when you're ready. Shag's, I love you. I love, love you too, you. Joe. And we'll see you guys. We'll hear you guys. You'll hear us guys next week. Indianal bones.